Climbing the stairs involves a bunch of different muscles, hip, thigh, and leg, not to mention core stabilizers. Plus, when they contract, the muscles that is, they need to be activated by the nervous system and they need some extra blood flow. In this episode, you'll learn, practice, and review the muscles that are needed to climb the stairs. We'll get right to this topic after we jam. Hello and welcome to the podcast. This is Seth Jump, your professor for anatomy on the go. We are going to be chatting about muscles and what structures, systems, support muscles here in the foreseeable future. You can think of this as exercise-based anatomy as well as some physiology too. So let's get to the topic for today. Let's think about climbing the stairs. Let's break it down to different movements at different joints, and let's assume that there is alternation between left and right. Let's start with the left. Now, when climbing to the next step, you need three distinct movements. You need hip flexion, knee flexion, and dorsiflexion. Remember, the hip flexion is movement of the thigh forward, knee flexion is bending at the knee, and then dorsiflexion, moving the top of the foot toward the shin. These movements enable you to place your left foot on the stair above. Now, what muscles do you need to do this? What we'll do is we'll talk about primary muscles for each action. First, for hip flexion, you need the primary hip flexor, which is iliopsoas. Hamstring muscle group. This is posterior thigh, right? Now, this group has the muscles semitendinosus, semimembranosus, and biceps femoris, both long and short heads. And then lastly, for moving that left foot to the next step, you need to have some dorsiflexion. Now you can make the case that that action is pretty minimal, all things considered. However, you do have some. And if you're tilted forward, you're going to have actually a little bit more. Now maybe even examine how much dorsiflexion you personally are using next time you climb the steps. Now, for this action, you need to call upon the tibialis anterior in the anterior compartment of the leg. Now, to put your foot on the step above, you need to be using the actions uh, knee extension and hip extension. So, remember, knee flexion is bending at the knee. Then straightening out is knee extension. And you're going to use hip extension. So, remember, hip flexion is movement of the thigh forward. Hip extension is moving the thigh backward. In this case, back underneath you, under your gluteus maximus. If you examine this while you're walking up the steps next time, you'll see that they occur pretty close uh, to in unison. For hip extension, you're using the hamstring muscles as well, except for the short head, the biceps femoris, and also the big, massive gluteus maximus. And for knee extension, you're using the quadriceps femoris muscles, a.k.a. the quads. And then lastly, after that left foot has been put squarely on that step above, use the gastrocnemius and soleus for plantar flexion. That's when you push your foot against the floor and raise your body up toward the ceiling. Now we could talk about other muscles beyond that which we spoke about today. Uh, For example, for hip flexion, 
the rectus femoris muscle, part of the quadriceps muscle group, has the additional action of hip flexion because it crosses the hip joint. It actually attaches to the anterior inferior iliac spine. For dorsiflexion, other supporting muscles are the extensor hallucis longus and extensor digitorum longus, also the fibularis tertius, way in the background uh, of supporting these muscles. For knee flexion, the gastrocnemius plays a supporting role in knee flexion. For hip extension, another muscle we could mention here is the hamstring portion of the adductor magnus muscle. For plantar flexion, plantaris is another supporting muscle, and also the flexor digitorum longus, flexor hallucis longus, and tibialis posterior. time in the episode for the fast five so i'll give you five basic questions to help you practice the information from this episode so true or false the primary flexor of the hip is gluteus maximus and that is false gluteus maximus does indeed work at the hip but it's the primary extensor of the hip true or false the primary flexor of the knee is the hamstring muscle group that is in fact true Name a secondary knee flexor. In this case, you could say gastrocnemius. Name the actions that are required to move your left foot to the step above. So that would be hip flexion, knee flexion, and dorsiflexion. Now, if we wanted to extend this and name the actions that are required to put your foot, put, put your left foot on the step above, you would be using uh, hip extension, knee extension, and plantar flexion. Name a secondary supporting plantar flexor that attaches to the most medial digit of the foot. And that would be flexor hallucis longus. So here's a challenge question I'll leave you with as we end this episode. Can you name the steps blood would have to follow from the inferior vena cava after the legs have used the blood all the way back to the thigh and calf muscles? What are all the steps, including the valves? Well, thanks for listening to today's episode. Hope you find this helpful. We'll finish the year strong with additional episodes about muscle attachments, muscle performance, uh, different uh, exercise-based anatomy and physiology. Feel free to send me an email, uh, give feedback on these episodes, and I'll keep these rolling out, finish strong uh, in 2022. So until the next episode drops, all the very best. Good luck with your studying. I'll see you later.